Well, Walter had his genitals, penis, mutilated. (laughs) (laughs) Was that like a bracket penis close bracket? Yes, it was. the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording and pay respect to the elders past and present of the Yagara and Turrbal people. Sovereignty was never ceded. And this is Online Mole Patrol, ready for a stroll down internet memory lane. I'm Hacklock, a visual artist and chronically online older millennial. And I'm Brian Butts, and I'm very flattered, but I do not want to be the executor of your will. <laughs> I didn't ask you to be. I'm addressing everyone. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen my mum be an executor of someone's will, and it is a kind of a curse rather than a oh. blessing. I'm, I mean, like, I can understand why you would feel I, – I do understand why people think that it would be, like, some kind of honour or, mm. or, like, a, I don't know, like the signal that you're a trusted, capable person. Yeah. But absolutely a curse. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I guess... Keep your will away from me. You wouldn't want... Like, you, you want someone close to you to be the person that's doing that because they know you best, right? No, I don't. <gasps> the people who are closest to me are people I care about, so I don't want them to have to do that. <laughs> I got a free will from the public trustee and I put down the public trustee as my executor. No. Though, for the purpose of, you know talking on the podcast, I will say that you don't have to put the public trust as your executor in order to get the free will. Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, so what are we doing today? I'm doing the main story. Yes. You're doing bracket, bracket battle. battle. Did you want to talk about it now or uh, best, save it? Best potato dishes. Oh, oh, oh my God. I'm so excited. And I think that to, you know, transmogrify the um, legally binding outcome into, you know, to make <gasps> manifest in the world. The we have outcome. to eat it. Yeah, we could make it or eat it or whatever. Yes. I think depending on what it is, we'll make a call about whether or not it should be purchased or whether I should make it. I, I like bracket battles where we get to eat food afterwards <laughs> uh, more than the ones where you're like, you should get it as a tattoo. <laughs> what about the haunted plate that's up on my wall now? <laughs> that was great. Though, that was Because that was something purchasable. Yes. Amazingly. Purchasable. Purchasable. Um, and also didn't cost a, an actual fortune. <laughs> if anything, it's diminished in value since it was first purchased. <laughs> and also brought the property value down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm up in here bringing down the tone of the neighborhood. I thought of the potato thing when I was lying on the couch after we ate that soup that I made. So it's all full of carbs. Good soup. Thanks. It was good soup. I put in silken tofu for protein for us. Uh, I noted that you ate all the tofu, but you didn't eat all your peas. Um, I'm already a little bit gassy today. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a point while I was eating the soup that I went, oh, maybe this is going to make things worse. (laughs) 
And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sitting in front of a microphone for an hour or so. <laughs> oh, my God. Fart cast. Uh, uh, no, you got to pay me for that. <laughs> Not giving that away for free. It's the tear above the feet pics. <laughs> Okay, so today, I'm not going to tell you what this is about. I'm going to give some background first, and okay. then we'll get into it. All right. So, oh, I should add before we get into it, uh, this was suggested by a member of the Bunta Vista Discord. Oh, cute. Lucas. Um, and when I looked into it, I was like, yes, this is exactly the kind of stuff we want to talk about. <laughs> so... Um, Silent Hill. Are you familiar with the Silent Hill games? Um, I never played them, but I really liked the movie when it came out when I was in high school, I think. I thought it was a total banger. I don't think I ever actually saw the movie. You could tell it was a video game movie because the lady cop was too sexy. <laughs> yes, that is, uh, I mean, why would you design a lady cop that wasn't sexy? Why would you play a game if the women weren't sexy? I'm not here to judge. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to cast aspersions, aside from just generalized kind of ACAB stuff. Yeah. But if lady cops are sexy, IRL, it's a very different type of sexy to the kind of sexy that the lady in Silent Hill was. Okay. The lady cop. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. I'll give a bit of... Background, though, for people who might not be familiar, because the first Silent Hill game did come out in 1999. Wow. That was a long time ago. Sure it was. Um, so it's a series of survival horror games, which started in 1999, and it received a lot of critical acclaim and kind of revolutionised the survival horror genre of games. And the success of the series went on to have the movie, well, two movies, apparently, um, several spin-off video games, various comics, like it blossomed into a whole thing. Sorry, rewind. There's a second movie. I think there is. I want to watch that. It might have been like, you know, straight to video kind of thing. I'd still watch that. I don't want to watch good movies. <laughs> Silent Hill Revelation, taking place six years after the first film's events, was released in 2012. It was panned by critics and it's currently holding a 10% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's just pause recording right now and watch <laughs> it immediately. <laughs> okay, so uh, it sounds like it bombed. <laughs> so the series receives its name from the fictional American resort town of Silent Hill, Maine, which is where most of the games are set. Those that aren't, such as Silent Hill for the Room and half of Silent Hill Homecoming are connected to the town through history, people, and various events that occur within the games. The fourth instalment in the series follows Henry Townsend, who finds himself locked in his apartment as strange phenomena begin to unfold around him and other residents of the building. It was released in 2004 for the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and Microsoft Windows. And I bring that one up because what we're talking about today is going to be concerning Silent Hill 4. All right. Okay. I'm ready. So let's go into Silent Hill 4. Uh, spoilers, if you haven't played it, I'm going to be talking about... I won't give the ending away, but I'll give a plot summary and describe the character um, stuff. I know this one. The secret code was the nursery <laughs> rhyme he used to sing to his daughter. The protagonist uh, of Silent Hill 4 is Henry Townsend. 
a resident of the South Ashfield Heights Apartments building in the fictitious town of Ashfield. Henry is an average man who has been described by the game developers as an introvert in his late 20s. <laughs> oh my God, it could be me, a gamer. <laughs> Definitely the average gamer. <laughs> so for the most part, um, this this is straight off Wikipedia, by the way. So we're bitches re- reading, what was it? <laughs> Two angry broads reading Wikipedia. <laughs> this is what I'm doing at the moment. Um, though I'm trying to it's not a, be angry. It's a core element of any good episode. <laughs> There's got to be some wiki reading. Uh, for the most of the game, Henry navigates the game's world alone, although he eventually works with his neighbour, Eileen Galvin. Henry also deals with the new supporting characters of uh, Cynthia, Andrew, Richard, and Jasper. So, um, Silent Hill 4 The Room incorporates two unseen minor characters from previous installments, one of which is deceased serial killer Walter Sullivan. In Silent Hill 2, Walter is referenced in a newspaper article detailing his suicide in his jail cell after his murder of two children. Henry Townsend finds himself locked in his apartment uh, for five days with no means of communication and having recurring nightmares. Shortly afterwards, a hole appears in the wall of his bathroom through which he enters alternate dimensions. He ends up in an abandoned subway station where he meets Cynthia, a woman convinced she is dreaming and who is soon killed by an unknown man. Awakening in his apartment, he hears confirmation on his radio that she is indeed dead in the real world. Similar events repeat with the next few people Henry finds. All the deaths bear similarities to deceased serial killer Walter's modus operandi. Henry finds diary scraps belonging to a journalist, the former inhabitant of his apartment, who was investigating Walter's murder spree. He discovers that Walter is an orphan who has been led to believe his biological mother was in Henry's apartment, where he had been found abandoned after birth. To purify the area, Walter, now in an undead state, is attempting to perform a ritual, which requires 21 murders to be committed. As Walter prepares to kill his 20th victim, Eileen Galvin, a child manifestation of himself, appears and stops him. Eileen agrees to join Henry in locating Joseph. The two eventually find Joseph's ghost, who tells them that the only way to escape is to kill Walter, and reveals that Henry is the intended 21st victim. Shortly after Henry acquires Walter's umbilical cord, what? <laughs> uh... which they require to kill him. Uh, mm, what, like you dry it out and carve it into a little shiv? And... <laughs> I guess maybe strangle him? I, I've never seen a human umbilical cord. The only umbilical cords that I've seen are from little teeny kittens. Oh, and they're really teeny tiny. I'm imagining somebody getting stabbed with Human ones are much thicker uh no doubt um so uh eileen leaves henry returns to his apartment henry follows and finds her she's possessed and about to walk into a death trap and a fight between henry and walter ensues there are four possible endings determined by determining whether or not eileen survives and the condition of henry's apartment i feel like early 2000s horror stuff is just like so overwrought Mm. it's just like it's the sizzler or you can eat buffet of like (laughs) tropes and devices i feel like i don't think this is considered 
the best in the series. <laughs> I think this is uh, number four was the last of the Silent Hill games made by the original game developers. And there has been more, but they were done by uh, like American studios. I mean, when you're taking me through all of this, it just feels really reminiscent of a particular time in culture yeah. as well. You know, like all of the movies, all of the horror movies you thought were cool at the end of high school and in your early adulthood that were just like, like I feel like stuff that I watch now that's good and spooky, there's just like a bit of a lighter touch. Yeah. Yeah, they have crammed a lot into this. Like, do we get Saw movies anymore? I don't know. Oh, actually, I was thinking about this because I watched The Cell the other day with someone who's horny for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, it's still, it's still. Cool. Yeah, it's still awesome. Um, but it's like, oh my God, some of the representations of like mental illness stuff in it are oh. just so dubious. Yeah, actually, in a lot of horror films, that's pretty dang bad. Like in the cell, they were talking about how he had a viral infection that made him schizophrenic, but something else as well that was really fucking dumb. Oh, okay. And so watching it now, I'm just like, that's not real. (laughs) Stop ruining this for me. Also, for the only time ever, um, Vince Vaughn and Vincent D'Onofrio in the same room. Oh, okay. I guess they are separate people. I'm trying to remember if they actually had a shared scene, but they were certainly both in the movie. So, Mm. I don't know. I could report back on that. Still could have been the same actor. The one Vince. I can't remember. I was thinking snidely about it. I can't insult Vincent D'Onofrio like that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're like twins and one is the good twin and one's the evil twin. The bad Vinny. (laughs) And Vince Vaughn's the good twin. I'm just kidding. He's the bad one. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're not... Uh... Oh my god, what if Vince Vaughn hears this? I'm sorry, Vince Vaughn. Uh, come on, he knows he's been making some uh, some bad choices. Clangers. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I guess they pay the bills, right? <laughs> okay, so with that background on Silent Hill 4... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> About Silent Hill 4? Yeah. <laughs> it's in this episode about Vince Vaughn. <laughs> well, we can we can change tack now, but I'm going to have to leave. Give it. <laughs> okay, now let's do Silent Hill. Okay, so with that background, let's move to the middle of December 2015 and to the Silent Hill Wikia page. A heady time. The article about Walter, the serial killer... <laughs> I forget. Contained this in the section about his childhood. Judging by a visit in St. Jerome's Hospital, it is also possible Walter had his genitals, penis, mutilated. (laughs) (laughs) Was that like a bracket penis close bracket? Yes, it was. (sighs) Walter had his genitals. Penis. (laughs) (laughs) Mutilated as a baby via circumcision, also known as male genital mutilation. Well, that's no laughing matter. He did not consent as a baby. (laughs) There are some who theorize and compare circumcision to a dark, ancient, satanic slash occult 
mutilation blood flesh ritual? Uh, I think what you can rightly compare it to is an ancient Jewish <laughs> ritual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, the sentence finishes as well being connected to the Illuminati. <laughs> oh. Which could have led to Walter's psyche becoming influenced by the occult of the order. And when boys become circumcised, it acts as covenant to the dark forces on the planet and enters a pact with Satan. They also believe it is disguised as a necessary medical practice. There's some inverted things around medical mm-hmm. quotes. There's some quotes around medical practice. And some doctors are satanic slash Illuminati puppets. Others believe that circumcision can harm the bond between mother and son and a man's ability to love and bond with women. You know why circumcising a baby might harm their relationship with their mother? Why? Because their mother got part of their fucking dick chopped off. Yeah, it's pretty fucking... It's, it's awful. <laughs> I'm in no way pro-circumcision. <laughs> Any. Um, circumcision can have an extreme influence on the psyche and have negative effects on the development of the human psyche because a baby's brain is extremely affectable, vulnerable, and susceptible to pain. Circumcision can scar a baby for life into adulthood and harm the healthy development of male sexuality. It literally scars a baby for life Yeah, on their dick. Uh, then we have a bulleted list. Circumcision can cause permanent brain damage. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and then we've got a quote. He will forget it. It's just a forgettable memory. Is a lie. The body is a record, much like a how a 17... Wait. Much like a wiki how article. <laughs> much like a how a 70-year-old can remember a memory from 67 years ago from when they were three years old. This is due to brain psychological rewiring and neuron pathways being activated and formed. The body is like a historical repository and remembers everything. I'm not a fan of circumcision, I will say, but whoever wrote this entry really, really hated circumcision. Oh yeah. Um, I am. Let me, let me keep going. (laughs) We will meet the person who wrote this. Oh, wow. The next point is, Permanent psychological damage. (laughs) Then we have psychological slash brain rewiring. Then we have mental illness leading to depression and suicide. Then we have trauma and post-traumatic stress disorder and long-term aggravated response to pain. Somehow, through an insane amount of sheer ignorance, stupidity, lack of common sense, and decades of Americans being severely brainwashed, circumcision was carried over to the 20th and early 21st century North America. It took North Americans hundreds of years to realize that mutilating babies' genitals without their consent wasn't such a good idea after all. Then again, it also took Americans time to stop killing Native Americans, which burning discriminating non-Christians, the non-religious and non-believers, slavery, racism and lynching, female oppression, and LGBT oppression. So issues like male genital mutilation, animal holocaust, genocide in slaughterhouses, 
mass fluoridation of drinking water, trigger-happy police brutality, wage slavery, and wealth inequality would also take time. I'm just letting that all sink in. Um, it would be so speculative and rude of me to suggest that sometimes I get the impression that North American people are a bit hung up about touching their junk. Oh, that I get that impression as well. Like, there's the whole, like, circumcision thing. Yeah. And it's like, just wash your dick. Mm. Um, but then I can remember reading something about how um, menstrual cups were first brought out around about the same time that the applicator tampon came out and menstrual cup just like lost out because in the marketplace people were really kind of gravitating towards the product that yeah. would help them to touch their cunt less. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's common or really easy to get tampons like you get here in Australia. All tampons are applicated tampons, so you don't touch yourself. It's hectic. Yeah. Which, yeah, blows my mind. Do you remember that, um, was it like Shark Tank or something recently where the the team of fellas put together a product that's special gloves for you to wear when you <laughs> change no. your tampon? And they're pink. Of course they are. So then you have to wash your gloves afterwards as well. No, they're disposable. Great. That's great for the planet. Yeah, yeah. That was part of the criticism. Just touch your junk. Back to this article. (laughs) So one of the admins of the Wikia notices this 800-word update. (laughs) And over in the forums makes note of it and that they're removing it. Oh, no. And uh, thanks to Twitter user Voidburger for screen capping <laughs> all of this and taking it to Twitter, which is how I'm able to repeat it now. Mm-hmm. So edits to the page, re-mailed genital mutilation. I don't quite remember the game being a lunatic anti-male genital mutilation rant, so I figured the article should probably be the same way and removed such. Even if that section is found to be worth keeping, if reinstated, it should probably do more than pay lip service to Sullivan's mental state rather than being some unhinged polemic. Okay. (laughs) The last time I heard somebody say polemic was law school. So I, I don't know which admin that was that made that note, but we get a reply here from Alex Shepard, which I'll note is a character name from the game, but this mm-hmm. is the name that this admin writes under. You're a fucking horrible human being for advocating genital mutilation. <laughs> Please note genital mutilation in all caps. And 99% of Americans who advocate mutilating penises are fucking brainwashed morons. Circumcision can have a huge effect and huge influence on the development of a human being's psyche. It's Ask the truth. Me how I know. <laughs> what you are trying to do is erase American history and hide the truth. Seriously, don't be on the wrong side of history. Uh, correction, I'm trying to erase American foreskins. <laughs> It's like trying to delete the Holocaust article on Wikipedia saying it's some anti-Holocaust or anti-Nazi rant. That's how brainwashed you sound. So then the original poster replies, 
Nobody is advocating for genital mutilation. I'm against circumcision myself. But a lot of that section is entirely irrelevant to Silent Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After describing the evidence that shows Walter might have been circumcised, there is no need to include completely irrelevant information about how barbaric American doctors were. That stuff belongs on websites dedicated to that topic, not on a Silent Hill wiki. So Alex comes back. You are so deluded. Silent Hill is all about exposing the atrocities of America. That's the entire purpose of it. It is a fact and truth that circumcision damages the male psyche and is part of a brainwashing dark ritual. And no, I won't remove it. Forced circumcision should be banned and the American government, or Illuminati at this rate, should actually acknowledge it because it is an injustice to Americans. It also helps give backstory and understanding of male genital mutilation in America. People need to wake the fuck up and realise what's happening to humanity. This person really misses their foreskin. Oh, yeah. Like, they are very fixated. Huh. Yes. Um, and after posting that screen cap, Voidburger notes... There are zero mentions slash allusions to foreskins in the entire game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um, So in response to this pushback, Alex Shepard comes back and updates the page with his list of evidence. Even worse, and to add insult to injury to circumcision survivors and victims, the corrupt American and Canadian governments, even in 2015, refused to acknowledge and compensate circumcision victims and survivors. And all of the boys and men who had their genitals mutilated without their consent and against their will are forced to accept it because the North American government are so corrupt and barely care about its people. No public apology, no monetary compensation, nothing. Circumcision is now a controversial and serious issue. Many things in the nightmare hospital could be interpreted as horrific and traumatic circumcision metaphors and symbols and a result of a barbaric, torturous and inhumane procedure which should be banned and illegal. So he's got a screen cap where you can see... Not just banned, not just (laughs) illegal, banned and illegal. (laughs) Banned and illegal! So we've got a screen cap of a scene from the hospital where you can see some bloody forceps. Clearly, only could have been used for circumcision. If um, I just wanted to say that if that kid from the Secret Garden who hates spores mm. had a podcast, this is how he would record it. I'd just like to note that Bryce decided to lie down for the rest of the recording. In her own bed. <laughs> it's very comfortable. Yeah, you're definitely going to fall asleep. No. This is too exciting. I would never fall asleep. <laughs> That's not like me. Okay, so we've got the bloody forceps. We have a picture where you can see a very mutilated body. <laughs> and he's, cap- he's captioned possible phallic slash penis symbolism. <laughs> The whole man represents the penis. Then we have another shot of a hospital bed and Uh covered in, you know, blood and detritus. And he's captioned it, possible anesthesia symbolism, syringes, needles and pills in meat. Then we have 
Possible foreskin symbolism. And it's a picture where you can see a flayed torso, I think. Why? Uh, Why is he so obsessed with foreskins? I really, I mean, I, I can guess one reason. Um, <laughs> the final is a picture where there is a figure restrained and he says, like how babies must be restrained. What? It's, a person has been restrained against a wall. And this implies circumcision because when a baby's circumcised, it also must be restrained. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. So he does that. And then we get another rant. <laughs> I already explained myself. Everyone should be anti-genital mutilation. This wiki article is unbiased and factual. And if you can't see why, you are completely brainwashed. And even if the wiki article is biased towards mutilating children's genitals, good. One, male genital mutilation is a huge and serious human rights issue. It's not as simple as snip snip. If you believe that, you are brainwashed and desensitized. You are mutilating a baby's body. It is sick and barbaric, child abuse and torture. If you support mutilating babies' genitals for unnecessary reasons... Then I'm not inviting you to my birthday party. <laughs> or you are ambivalent to it. You are brainwashed and a horrible human being. Seriously, fuck you if you support it. And I say this not as an administrator, but as a human being with opinions. <laughs> Two. Male genital mutilation can have a huge influence on the development of the human psyche. And if you believe otherwise, you are brainwashed. Studies have proven mental illness is linked to trauma as a baby. Has it? Uh, I mean, if you experience childhood traumas that, like, prejudicial childhood events increase your yes. risk of mental illness, that much is true. Okay. That fact alone is extremely noteworthy and can pave the way for the development of personality, which is why we should be listed near the top of Walter's article. Three. <sighs> it is heavily implied Walter had his penis mutilated as a baby. Almost everything in Silent Hill is symbolic, and the fact you can find human skin, anesthesia, forceps, restrained child-slash-baby figures, etc., is likely not a coincidence. Not to mention, Walter was an American, born in the 1960s, when the vile practice was extremely popular and at its heyday. Even then, the article does not say Walter had his genitals mutilated as a fact. It only suggests a possibility. Four. Silent Hill is all about the injustices of America. It is literally what the entire series is about. There is nothing wrong with going a little into detail about the history surrounding male genital mutilation, in brackets, in America. Five, this injustice is still an injustice because moronic people are still completely brainwashed about the truth of mutilating genitals and its effects. And there is again no compensation for male genital mutilation survivors and victims. Also, this is a wikia, not a Wikipedia. Um, what's the difference between a wikia and a Wikipedia? Well, uh, wikia is not, um, it's a completely separate company to Wikipedia. It is a, like, a way of, anyone can set up their own mini Wikipedia. Oh my God. So if you're like, hey, I'm a fan of, 
My Little Pony. And, and there isn't enough on websites on Wikipedia about the individual characters from My Little Pony, then you can set up your own My Little Pony wikia and you can go into detail and you can put, you run it yourself. It's not run by Wikipedia in any way. It's its I can thing. go into as much detail about the stuff that I find interesting that nobody else does. Exactly. Amazing. Um, and so, yeah, it's sort of for anyone to run and to set up their own little mini encyclopedias basically Cute. about little niche subjects uh so it a lot of them are about pop culture things so you can absolutely clog it up with stuff about circumcision conspiracy <laughs> theories well i guess technically yes uh except that all the other admins don't think it's relevant <laughs> oh my god is this guy gonna like start up his own spin-off Wikia just about circumcision? I think he should. <laughs> um, so after he posts that, he locks the page from being edited by any admin except himself. <laughs> and then he starts deleting and editing comments and writing long posts about the Illuminati. <laughs> Fuck. Um, um, one of the people arguing with him, he replies and says, if there was a top 10 list of the best Silent Hill fans in the world, I would probably be in the one to five spot. I grew up with Silent Hill as a child, so I can see certain things in the games which other players will not. Uh, evidently. Apparently he was the only person that grew up while Silent Hill games were around. <laughs> okay. Um, so people then start noticing his work in other areas of the wiki. Oh. Editing other characters to back up his theories. <gasps> added, adding in more information to connect back to his his thing about um, circumcision. Follow the foreskins. For example, there is a part about a monster called the Greedy Worm, which he says has phallic symbolism and may be symbolic of a circumcised mutilated penis. The greedy worm monster appears throughout many of the worlds in the game and it may be symbolic of a monstrous, circumcised, mutilated penis searching for its missing foreskin. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the despair and horror of never being able to find and retrieve it. Oh, like um, Nelly the elephant. <laughs> Nelly the elephant lost his trunk. <laughs> <laughs> One of the edits that he makes is to another character called Alex and he speculates that the character is gay and at that point, I don't know about now, Alex was the only character in the games to have a romantic arc and there wasn't really anything to point to him being a gay character. Maybe he was, but there just wasn't anything in the games that pointed in that direction. Um, but the description on Alex's page now reads... There is a popular theory in Silent Hill fandom that Alex is secretly gay. The schism may <laughs> the schism may be symbolise repressed homosexuality. The schism's head is phallic, and this, mixed in with gynophobia theory, could be a symbol of Alex's divided feelings towards homosexuality and heterosexuality. Most men 
and humans are, <laughs> are right-handed and masturbate with their right arm slash hand. The fact that the left arm is normal and human-like and the right arm is twisted and claw-like may represent Alex's guilt for masturbating to men. This may be why the what? monster... <laughs> This may be why the monster has a box-like genitalia. It is being punished for its homosexuality by being unable to masturbate to men with a twisted arm as punishment. There is also a possibility that the schism is a circumcision, in brackets, male genital mutilation, metaphor. See also Walter Sullivan article. And it is possible Alex was circumcised at birth, resulting in trauma circumcision has negative side effects and can result in a damaged and traumatized psyche. This would explain the schism's missing genitals and the bloody slit in its phallic and blade-like head. This is a lot. Yep. Um, the people arguing with him in the thread uh, mostly are agreeing with his stance against circumcision. <laughs> but their argument is that it's not a feature of the game. And then... They're saying, okay, maybe we include it, but we include it in the theory section or we include it in the miscellaneous section or trivia section. But not that this this isn't like a thing about this particular character. It's not really in the game. And he was not backing down. <laughs> I'm not ruining the entire wiki. You are just biased due to societal brainwashing. Again, a lot of you don't care because you are being brainwashed. Uh, he lists a bunch of users here. You are all female and probably don't care about boys slash men having their genitals mutilated because it doesn't benefit you. It's something you can't see. A perspective from a male who regrets their genitals being mutilated at birth because of bullshit. If you had your vagina sewn shut or mutilated and this was a female character like Claudia Wolf, for example, I'm sure you would have different feelings. So a user responds, calls his argument misogynistic and points out that she definitely cares and she has a son. Do not even try to tell me I don't care considering I have a son. And don't throw in the hole, you're just female so you can't possibly understand. Speaking as a mother... <laughs> And he says, yes, I am going there. And did you mutilate his genitals too? <gasps> Simply giving birth to a male isn't enough perspective. There are many mothers who regret mutilating their boys' genitals. And she replies, what the fuck, Alex? Really? You've lost your mind. <laughs> and Alex says in all caps, did you allow him to be mutilated? Yes or no? <gasps> oh, no. And so she gets quite upset. She let it happen. Uh, I don't know. But she gets quite upset by his uh, all yelling at her, you know, in, in the world of forums. All caps is yelling. Wow. I, get... I thought it was cruise control for cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she's sort of uh, quite upset by his response and says, wow, I get being upset he called you a toilet sponge. <laughs> <laughs> 
but he only spoke the truth. You seem to just want to ignore the fact you berated me to give you private information about my son in the vain hope it would prove I didn't know anything about this. You did bully me, you did attack me and harass me, and yet here you stay while others who defend me are getting the boot. This is truly vile, Alex. And Alex replies, You are overreacting. I'm sorry I offended you for asking you if he was circumcised, but get over it already, please. So at this point, there are mass calls for his removal as admin, for being abusive and for breaching Wikia's terms of use. Um, They put it to a vote in the forums, which he resoundly ignores, which he can because he appears to be the head mod for the whole site. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he then goes through and changes the adminship of all the ad- admins, stripping them of various powers. <laughs> and I quite like this is this is just a tweet from Voidberger in amongst all this. My one skin lies over my two skin. My two skin lies over my three. My three skin lies over my four skin. Please heal back my foreskin for me. What's the song? My Bonnie lies over the ocean. Oh, all right. There we go. All right. (laughs) He's also got a screen cap here of the, at that point, most recent uh, edit to one of the pages. Edited by Alex Shepard one minute ago. Summary of edit. Do not block me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we've got that lady saying, you accused me of mutilation, Alex. He says, there is clearly something wrong with all of you. All I am doing is proposing a very possible theory and trying to advocate children from not being mutilated and tortured as babies and trying to have a reasonable and mature discussion. And then replies, circumcision is male genital mutilation. It's 2 a.m. It's been almost two days of this meltdown. (laughs) Uh, Voidberger is pretty tired. We get this screenshot. Someone says, as a lot of them have been saying, this is a wiki about a fictional video game. And this isn't the place for this sort of discussion. You want to spread the word, use Twitter, start a blog or a website, make a Facebook page, etc., etc. All you're doing at this point is alienating your fellow admins and other fans. And... He says, if you're on Skype, please get on now. And then about half an hour, he comes back. Some good news. Jess and I talked it out for about 30 minutes and we understand each other's perspectives more and are coming to a resolution. And Voidberg is like, it's calmed down. I'm going to bed. It seems to have settled down, seems to be over, but (laughs) nope. Next morning, he looks at it again. And Alex has doubled down. It was once thought that male genital mutilation would have beneficial properties by early 20th century doctors. Beginning the 21st century, circumcision, when performed for unnecessary non-medical reasons, is now regarded by some as a form of child abuse and a violation of human rights. As a result, circumcision is now a controversial and serious issue, with some believing that the government should be more supportive of victims of involuntary male genital mutilation, whether through mere recognition or through monetary compensation. And someone has 
captured that from the wiki and said, do we really need all of that blurb? Some of your personal opinion seeps into those sentences and most of it really isn't necessary to be honest. I still think this would be better in the trivia section since the large amount of emphasis on your points detracts away from some of the more relevant information on his character. And he replies, yes, we really do need all of that because there is extreme misinformation, propaganda and lies which humanity has believed for hundreds of years and people don't fully understand the effects of it and how trauma is a cycle and only leads to more trauma, pain and suffering. Also, on a side note, I think it's scary how much demonic worship and Satanism is ingrained in humanity and how humanity is so desensitized to it. Uh, okay. <laughs> because he has um, removed everyone's admin powers and they haven't been able to kick him off or stop him posting or calm him down, they have started contacting Wikia, the company. <laughs> and Wikia ends up stepping in and not only removing him as admin of the Silent Hill Wikia, but from the entire Wikia network for breach of terms of service. <laughs> and that's the end. Uh, couldn't find anything else about what happened to that guy since Alex Shepard is the name of a character in the game. Googling Alex Shepard and Silent Hill and then even adding in all the circumcision stuff. Um, it just brings me to stuff about this meltdown. It doesn't bring me to any updates or resolution. So... Hopefully he found somewhere else more sympathetic and people more interested in his cause. Um, but it wasn't on a Silent Hill wikia. <laughs> Hacklock in post here. After this recording, I did actually dig up some more information. So I'm just going to chuck that in here. I managed to track down Alex's current fandom.com account and uh, wikia changed their name to fandom.com. I'm not sure what year. But uh, this, I found this discussion from 2017 on the Zero Escape wiki. They're currently deciding whether to ban him from that particular fandom slash wiki. It says, Alex Shepard is currently blocked on three other wikia, Silent Hill, Megami Tensei, and Xenosaga, for a number of behaviours exhibited here as well. High tendency to be argumentative and relentless, inserting fan theories or pictures into articles as fact, edit wars, reverting functionally any and all edits he disagrees with without first engaging in a discussion, which he will then warn users they should be doing, as well as other behaviours which ultimately prevent users from contributing to a wikia and deters them from visiting outright. Countless articles on the wiki, such as Eric's and Alice's, contain theories, psychoanalysis and conjecture inserted into the articles by Alex Shepard, which cannot be sourced to the official game material. Sounds familiar. Some articles additionally express political, religious and personal views, passing judgment onto the events of the game rather than simply stating the facts. So, um... It seems that Alex soldiers on. His account is still open as of uh, November 2021. He has done over 10,000 edits using that account. So even though he's been banned from individual wikias, um, apparently the global ban didn't really come into effect. And he seems to be most active these days on the Lemony Snicket wiki. So there you have it. 
And this might seem obvious, but just as a reminder, don't track this person down. Don't harass them. Uh, We're not those kind of people. Leave them be. Okay. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) I wonder what he's doing right now. I hope. Um, I gather there's ways people do try to regrow their foreskin, right? Uh, have you? Do you know about this? I've, I've read a thing where people like do special stretching exercises and things to try and regrow it. Did um, John Saffron do something to Maybe. do with this? It's pretty hectic. Yeah. Does it actually work? You put like a bulldog clip on your dick and then tie it to your knee. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's more sophisticated than that, but basically, just stretch it. You're just stretching skin on your penis to, Ugh. yeah. So it it doesn't it doesn't give you back what you lost. Like yeah. you've still lost that tissue and like the the and sensitivity the... and nerve endings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Circumcision is pretty fucked up. And um, I was friends with this guy in high school who elected to get a circumcision when he was 16. Yeah. Or so he said. And he said that he had decided to, it was an exchange with a girlfriend that he had at the time um, because he wanted her to get a tongue piercing. Oh, and so she, it's not that she was Jewish. No. He wanted her to get a tongue piercing and she said, I will if you get a circumcision. Oh, my God. And he did. Holy shit. I gather, like, as an adult, it's pretty hectic surgery. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Alex Shepard, wherever you are out there, I hope your foreskin has regrown. I wish you a merry foreskin. <laughs> All right, bracket battle. Yeah, let me do the thingy. Pick a topic and we battle it out. Bracket battle. Bracket battle. Bracket Sometimes I sing that last bit to myself in the car, like really hammered up. Legally binding result comes out. It's the only way to do it. There's no other way to do it. So what are we battling today? Potato. Potato. Potato dishes. That's right. What's the best potato dish? All right. Um... Arbitrarily selected by me, of course, in the first instance. So mm-hmm. it's like that Noam Chomsky thing. Yeah, so Noam Chomsky says uh, the smart way to keep people passive and obedient is to strictly limit the spectrum of acceptable opinion but allow very lively debate within that spectrum. Perfect. And on that background, bracket battle. <laughs> Just going to take us through some potato dishes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, potato gems. Hell potato, yeah. <laughs> potato gems versus Hasselback potato. Oh, God. This is going to be – this is actually going to be really hard for me because so many potato dishes are the best. Heartbreaking. This is a heartbreaking bracket uh, battle. Okay. 
I think I'm as much as I love the humble potato gem and it has such a good name. I'm going to go the Hasselback. You fucking monster. That's that's so good. Hasselbacks? Yeah. All right. You've had different Hasselbacks to me. All right. You got to drizzle that butter in there. Okay. Hash brown versus frozen potato gratin from Aldi. (laughs) I have actually had one of them. Yes. Uh, Hash brown. Hash brown. (laughs) I can see how you got there. Yep. Fries. Mm -hmm. And what about big chunky boy chips? Uh, When you say fries... You picturing like American shoestring thin fries? Yeah, like Macca's fries. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go the Chunky Boys. Chunky Boy. Niswa salad versus when you have a curry but it has bits of potato in. <laughs> this is a big stretch of potato dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go the curry. Curry, yeah. Wait, does Niswa salad also have egg in it? Yeah, and tuna. Then I made the correct choice. <laughs> yeah, imagine if we got to the end of this and you accidentally <laughs> selected Niswa salad and then I made it for you and it has all of the things that you fucking hate in it. I would be so angry. <laughs> I'm going to make you a Niswa salad now. Don't you dare. <laughs> okay, roast potatoes versus potato bake. Oh, oh my God. Okay, I've already gone Hasselback, so I'm going to go Potato Bake. All right. Deb versus Gnocchi. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Uh, look, Deb's great. Deb has its uses. I told you about how I went to a pub in... Oh, sorry. Cookie's being so cute. <laughs> She's take, got a little pour over her face while she's sleeping. Take a photo. <laughs> Cat photo interlude. Uh, baked potato versus potato and leek soup. Haven't we already had baked potato? We had roast potato. We had potato bake. We had potato bake. And roast potato. And now we have baked potato. So what What do you consider the difference between baked potato and... No, like a baked potato, potato. like a jacket potato. Oh, like a jacket potato. Okay. Oh, because you were never allowed to have them. No. Because Leslie said they were too hard. Yeah. (gasps) What if if baked potato wins? Let's record at your parents' house and I'll make (laughs) baked potatoes. I'll troll Leslie. What was the baked potato versus? Potato and leek soup. Yeah, let's go baked potato. Okay. Rosty. Understanding that there's a difference between a Rosty and a hash brown. Absolutely. Rosty versus the top of a shepherd's pie. <laughs> also sometimes Deb. <laughs> um, Rosty. It was harder for you than it would have been for me. Would you have immediately gone Rosty? Absolutely. Potato salad versus mashed potato. Potato salad. But right. only if it's the potato salad from the potato salad Kickstarter. 
if potato salad wins. The famous potato salad. If potato salad wins, we should get the potato salad recipe book from Potato Salad Kickstarter and and make make one of the potato salads out of that recipe book. Okay. Looping back around to the beginning. Hash brown versus Hasselback. Hash brown. What about big chunky boy chips versus when you have a curry but it has bits of potato in? Chunky boy potato chips. <laughs> I do love a potato-y curry, but come on. It's a classic chip. All right. Potato bake versus gnocchi. Potato bake. Absolutely. Fucking see ya, gnocchi. Get out of here. Baked potato versus rosti. Baked potato. All right. You can jam so many other flavors in there. You could put another potato in there. You could have a baked potato potato. (laughs) You could have a potato jam baked potato. All right. Potato salad. Versus hash brown. Hash brown. I don't know why I said that so sadly. Yeah, I, I was like, brown. why are you guilty about kicking potato salad to the curb? It's I not th- like salad salad. It's just potato and mayonnaise. I think it's just I'm also kicking to the curb the possibility of us buying the <laughs> Kickstarter <laughs> recipe book and making it. Okay. But what about big chunky boy chips? <laughs> Versus potato bake. Chunky boy chips. Chunky boy chips over potato bake. Shit. I was reading a potato bake recipe here that was advocating use of the mandolin. Oh, yeah. To slice the potatoes. And I was thinking that if it won, I'd be able to freak you out by using the mandolin. They're scary. I don't know why I'm... Everybody else is scared of them. Like, I hate normal knives. Yeah. Why don't I hate the mandolin? I don't know. Maybe it's because it hasn't bitten you yet. Okay, baked potato versus hash brown. Baked potato. Oh, my God. What's left? But what about big chunky boy chips versus baked potato? Baked potato. Oh, my God. We're making baked potatoes <laughs> for Leslie. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, it's always favorite episodes of mine always involve us cooking for Leslie. <laughs> Hassling my parents. <laughs> yeah. Keeping them up past their bedtime. I'll try and get the we'll, – we'll put the potatoes on to bake during the day. <laughs> They go to bed at like 5 p.m. What should we put inside our baked potatoes? We should have a, a range of flavors. Like a little perhaps. bar. Yeah. Um, little bacony bits, some sour cream, butter, the chives, cheese, obviously, goes without saying. We went to a baked potato um, food van a little while ago. I was there. Um, and they were huge potatoes. For starters. But they oh, my could... God. What if we just take Leslie out to the truck? <laughs> we could try and track down the truck. 
Um, I'll look up their Facebook. What are you up to, London Spuds? That's what it was called, right? I think so. They all had, like, British celebrity names. <laughs> Do you remember who you ate? No. I know there was one called, like, Princess Diana. <laughs> I think it was, like, a Harry It's just style. so strange and morbid. All right, sweet. Um, well, yeah, let's make that the outcome. We'll go to London Spud um, Food Truck. And... One of the places they go to is Bob Jane T-Mart Karina. <laughs> Amazing. Aww. Six days ago, London Spuds. Do you know what's embarrassing? Forgetting mushrooms on a David Beckham. I remember that I wanted the David Beckham with the mushrooms. If our amazing customer who ordered the David Beckham no cheese and two Prince Harrys can contact us via Facebook or calling our number, we apologize for the mishap and we'll readily organize a replacement for you. That's like a real certain level of fame, right? Where you get to the point where people name food dishes after you. Yeah. Or cocktails. This looks like, I'm just looking at a picture of a baked potato right now with baked beans and salad on top, like a shredded cabbage kind of thing. Mm. And then it also appears to have pineapple. Oh. Oh. There's a limit. Like, I'm a pro pineapple on pizza kind of gal. Pineapple can show up in places you may not expect, but I'm not down with baked beans and pineapple. I'm into lots of disgusting shit, basically. I know. (laughs) You made, while we were eating our soup tonight, you made us watch a video where a guy put peanut butter in sausage casing and then fried it and tried to eat it. What's wrong with that? It's just peanut butter. It's disgusting. (laughs) I don't see what the problem is. Let's do hyperlocal news. All right. I have a new intro. Yo, news. Farm. In the house. Western. In the house. Of Albion. In the house. Sean Cliff. In the house. Baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on. Baby, come on. It's hyperlocal news. Baby. What do you think of the new intro? I love it. <laughs> uh, I was laughing a lot while I was making that. Okay. Um, what you got? I've got in a local Facebook group mm-hmm. a dodgy mover story. Oh my god, I love this. I had the most traumatizing move in my life with the removalist company called My Movers. Do not use them by all means. I booked them for a time in the morning. On the day, they cancelled it and told me someone was sick. Then two hours later, they sent two guys who were so lazy, clumsy and slow. My building manager actually came out to yell at them after seeing them being so lazy on the CCTV. They damaged both properties. They also threatened me and said, I can dump your shit and leave. Well, uh, uh, 
they are trying to charge me $140 per hour. There is a lot more details. I've written it in a complaint to them. Then I found out Queensland government has a has warned the public not to use them. And they were on a current affair twice. <laughs> I wish everyone in the community good luck with your move. Moving is a stressful experience. A dodgy removalist just makes it a hundred times worse. And then they've linked the Queensland government um, warning. Oh, my page. God. What's the Queensland government warning say? It says, public warning, avoid dodgy furniture removalist my movers. And movers is spelled M-O-O-V-E-R-S. you got to be really bad yeah. for the government to warn people from using you in the marketplace in circumstances where they can't actually stop you from operating or, like, fine you or whatever. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah, they haven't got the power to, for whatever reason... Stop you trading. So the Office of Fair Trading issued a public warning in December last year <laughs> to avoid using a Melbourne-based furniture removalist who operates nationally. Um, my Movers and My Movers Queensland, and they've listed a whole bunch of their websites. The Office of Fair Trading has received 68 complaints against the, oh the trader God. between September 2019 uh, when was this? Uh, I would love to see. December 2020. I would love to see Office of Fair Trading's shit list. Like, I love bad behavior so much. Complaints received against My Movers and My Movers Queensland relate to removalists arriving late or not arriving at all, damage to goods, untrained or inept contractors, the use of inadequately sized vehicles, demands for additional payment prior to the completion of the job. Failing to complete the job and overcharging. Oh, man. One Queensland consumer was forced to make expensive last-minute moving arrangements when my movers did not show. The consumer's house was being demolished and they contacted my movers a number of times to ensure their removalist would be there on a certain day and time. Despite being guaranteed a day and time, the consumer received a call 20 minutes after the removalist was due to arrive to say they would not be coming. <laughs> it ended up costing the consumer three times the original amount quoted to arrange another removalist. The consumer... This is a separate one. The consumer had to help the removalist move their belongings down a lift without a trolley to make sure the job was done in a reasonable amount of time. When the consumer inspected the inside of the truck at the delivery location, they were shocked to discover that only their fridge had been secured. Without being packed securely, the consumer's furniture was damaged and scratched. Ah, uh, yeah. So, obviously... They don't have the power to actually stop them training, so they've just issued a warning, <laughs> and they're still going. Uh, you'd have to like, like we have a defence uh, of truth <laughs> in respect of defamation these days. So you'd have yeah. to think that they were pretty solid on these details. Um, There's a bunch of people replying with their experiences to uh, people saying you should have Googled them first and him saying, uh, I read some Google reviews before I booked them. There were so many good reviews. After I finished the job, I found out they were mostly fake. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's easy to fake that stuff. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw when you brought this up. I went and searched for it and found from my community group somebody posting um, saying just got charged three hundred and fifty for an hour of cleaning by a cleaner named Redacted, who soon took down her Facebook listing after leaving my key in the mailbox. She arrived at 2.48 p.m. and left by 4.17 p.m. Told me my place was messier than expected and charged extra for the patio that I've already pre-cleaned, but she literally got out within an hour. Stay safe and don't get scammed by people. At least it wasn't a um, bond clean or something. Imagine booking someone for a bond clean and then they stay for an hour and a half and are out. Oh, I've got another story of my movers. Do you want to hear? Yeah. Don't use my movers to move your furniture under any circumstances. In my experience, they weren't on time, didn't have experienced workers, didn't have a big enough truck, so we had to load all our own white goods into our trailer, left property on the footpath and in the house for the next load without informing us, avoided tolls making the trip longer, Removalists didn't place property in the house as instructed. Um, furniture was scratched, damaged, or broken, and a major part of the bed was lost, with no replacement ever offered. Company made removalists drive a three-hour round trip to collect property left behind on first trip, as they wouldn't send a smaller truck. Uh, at $120 an hour, there's an easy $360 for the company alone. Removalists arrived at start destination at 7am and left destination the second time at 9.48pm. Oh, wow. Only after we had helped move our property off the truck to make it quicker. Company made removalists take a screenshot of payments. Yes, I was expected to pay for the extra trip with debt collectors involved otherwise, and the company hung up on my husband regarding the dispute over the extra payment. This is obviously just how they, they work. Yeah. Um, I've got a good news story from the West End group and it's like this post saying, do you know this cat stays at my unit block all night and day crying for about a week now, follows me around very friendly to humans, but territorial with residents' pets. Went to the vet to see if she has a home, no microchip, sad face and pictures of this very cute cat. Oh, what a sweetie. Yeah. And then... Their name's Simba, and their owners um, found them because of this post. Oh. And I think they were only – maybe I'm getting mixed up with a different post, but they might have only been two streets away. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody commented and said, we all want to know now how long was um, he lost. And it was almost six months. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. 30th March lost, 8th September found two streets away. Also, um, someone stole a table from the front of the Montague Hotel. <laughs> like inside or outside? Outside furniture. Mm. Not as impressive as if somebody had stolen a table from the inside of the Montague Hotel. No, I mean. <laughs> Nevertheless. It's going to happen. <laughs> And if you find it and you return it, they will reward you with beers and or wine. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Hyperlocal news. My cactus flowered. Yay. I tried to show you. Here's the picture of the flowers when they're open. Oh, that's so pretty. They're, they're different 
They're like pink on the outside and orange on the inside. Yeah. Wow. And look, it seems foolish in retrospect, but I just wasn't expecting it to flower. Like that wasn't a thing that I was thinking about. So when I went out today and I saw them, I was like, holy fucking shit. One of the cats I've been cat sitting for the past couple of weeks uh, bit me the other day. Oh. Which caught me off guard. They haven't been like nippy, bitey kind of cats. And it was just rubbing up against my legs while I was like standing at a counter. Mm-hmm. And I felt it bite my leg. Not not too hard, but enough to give me a fright. <laughs> and, and I realized that she was trying to bite a mole off my leg. <laughs> Again this morning. <laughs> she thought it was a little cat biscuit. She thought it was something and she was just trying to get it off my leg. <laughs> Bitch has never seen a mole before. This is like your nibbling trying to pick the diamante off your nail. <laughs> she was unsuccessful, just like the cat. <laughs> now that Googie's showing us her belly, now yeah. the cat's rolling over and showing us her belly. Were you aware that she has a cookie belly? A cookie belly? Look, she's got a little cookie on her belly. Yeah, she does have a little darker patch. Can I touch your belly? Thank you. She's like, what? What are you doing? It is kind of See, it's got chuck chips. Yeah, yeah. It's got little darker patches in her dark patch. Yeah, yeah. It's a cookie belly. Do you remember that there was like a meme... Years back about, um, I don't need feminism because, Mm -hmm. and people would hold up these signs about why they don't need feminism. Mm -hmm. And I saw a picture of a cat showing you their belly and they had the most perfect, amazing cookie belly (laughs) and the, like the macros on the meme were, was, um, I don't need feminism because cookie belly. (laughs) I've never heard that term before. Cookie belly. No. Well, I got it from the meme. Ah. And then I've ended up with Googie, who has a cookie belly. Perfect. I'll find this horrible meme for the show notes. Okay, do it. All right. I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in a fortnight with another one. Check out the Instagram at Online Mole Patrol. Or our website, which is onlinemolepatrol.com, where I put all our show notes and links. And if you like it, tell your mates about it. Word of mouth is only going to be the way that we find new people. And we don't want just any old jerk tuning in. We want cool people. No, I want really uncool jerks to tune in. Tell somebody that you hate about the podcast. <laughs> no, then they'll complain. So what? We can ignore their complaints. You can do all the complaints. (laughs) I'd love to deal with the complaints. Oh, God. Don't court us complaints. People will send us actual complaints. Um, Also, leave us a review. I think what we're going to do with reviews now, if you leave us an iTunes review or on any other podcasting platform where I can find it, um, we'll read out our favourites in our next AMA. Oh, yeah? I think that's good. Wait, were we recording and I said, if you do a review, I'll make you dinner? God, I hope not. I'll make you soup. Th- that's what you do, right? Um, over-promise, under-deliver? <laughs> I think so.
think it's supposed to go the other way. Oh, whoops, I've been doing this wrong. Okay, bye! Bye!